ready. Here we go. Teeny, get ready. The letters are pouring in. Get ready. Wake up. Teeny. Teeny. All right, whatever. You can write to us at MyNorthwest.com or, of course, the Muckles you Casino Resort. That's your uh, text line right there, Jake. one 888 Lots of news to get to here. Don't go away. Let's get it out of here. Still keeping up with the news resolution to go into the water every single day, not just here, but in the morning, the little lake we have here. It is uh, it's really weird. Some days it feels colder than other days. It just depends on how you're feeling. I'm going to jump in there and try to warm up a little later. Warm, wake up. Does it freeze over? You, can you can you walk on it? Does it yeah, get that cold? Yeah, frozen over. So you get a chainsaw to cut a hole in it, and then you get in there. Can you ice skate on um, it? I imagine, if you ice skate in. I think that you can. If I had ice skates, I would do that. Golden Bachelor, I'm sure you're going to be doing this. Wow, the Golden Bachelor is going to get married live on TV. Is this tonight on ABC? Yeah, this is tonight. Yes. Now, I'll be doing my show, so I'm going to miss it, but I will I will be recording it. I'll probably watch it live in the studio, if I'm being honest. I'll have it on mute. I heard you remind Siri to, to have you watch it. No, I was actually sending a text message to my wife. Uh, Thanks for listening in, Joe. Uh, <laughs> no, I was sending a text message to my wife to remind her that she should watch it, even though I'm not going to be there. I'll be doing my show. Um, but, uh, yeah, very excited. Very exciting. Do you like the choice that Gary made? Uh, everyone's old on it, so they're all, it's the Golden Bachelor. Isn't it Jerry, by the way? Uh, it's Jerry. Yeah. 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 Jerry oh, and yeah, the woman he chose, I believe her name was, um, oh geez, what is her name? It's, uh, ba 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 Teresa. Oh, Teresa is her name. Oh yeah. You're a big fan. You don't <laughs> yeah, even no, know I'm who a, he's marrying. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Uh, no, but I actually am a fan. I watched every episode. I was there. I took the ride with them. And uh... <laughs> well, let me ask you something. Did it bother you that later on they found out that he wasn't as rich as he said, that he was sort of dating right after his wife died, that apparently he was going to take this girl, I think, this woman to his what senior, I don't know, class reunion, but she had gained weight, so then he didn't take. Well, her. those are allegations. That's, that's, sort of... that's an allegation. I mean, the other the other ones I do. There, I do have an opinion on the other ones. The one about him not wanting to go to his high school reunion because the girl he was dating says that he was unpleasant about weight she had gained. We don't know if that's true. I mean, the guy gets a little famous and he gets on TV, and so maybe she comes out of the woodwork and starts saying these things. Like, I don't know. We weren't there for that conversation. But, but all that sort of, but all that, like, you you know, you're a wonderful person. You really are. And I'm just really learning more and more about <laughs> That's a pretty good impression. Did Jerry is. just walk in here? Jeez Louise. And, you know, it's. I, I, I is it Gary? This, is it Jerry or Gary? It's Gary, right? Jerry. 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 Yeah, Jerry. I love the show. It's Jerry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was in the middle of my imitation of him. You know, Jake, you, you really <laughs> teach me a lot about life, and I appreciate that. Oh, God. Did you find? Did you watch any of it? I mean, obviously, you learned enough For to For some reason, my bro- well, uh, my I watched, we played a bunch of clips. For some reason, my son, Rye, and the eight guys that he lives with over there at Central Washington, this was, they would get themselves, you know, a bunch of beer and on Thursday nights just watch the show. They loved that show. Yeah, I mean, heck that yeah. is not the demographic that you expect them to be. But they're all in there cheering for one woman over the other and it they're had, placing bets and stuff. They had like three times the audience of their normal Bachelor reveal. Like when they do, when they do like the end of the, like they add up all the numbers. He had like three times the audience when he, when he finally made his choice. People, I mean, everybody yes. can root for the guy because he's old. 
You know, there is a little, <laughs> no, and you really do. You really root for this guy and you root for them because they really set it up yeah. like, oh, none of these people are ever going to have chance at it love again because they're so old. Than maybe the younger ones. Well, yeah, no, I think you're right. It does seem more genuine. And also on The Younger Bachelor, you're talking about a bunch of very good looking people, both guys and girls. They're all like 24 years old and they're saying, ah, I could just right. never find love. It's never going to happen for me. And you're like, well, you're 24 years old and you're yeah. on TV <laughs> and you're all incredibly good looking. So it'll happen for you eventually. But this one actually seems genuine because, but come on, everyone's oh, near the end I think of I'm their really, ride. I think I'm really falling in love. <laughs> really, you're falling in love with a guy. Every single woman is falling in love with him. I think I'm falling, and then they'd have those dates, and they're like, "I, I love you," and you go. Well, that's isn't that great that you get a chance to feel <laughs> you love? have no idea what it means for it me means, to hear you say that. Well, you say that, <laughs> which is basically him saying, "I don't love you." Is yeah. his way around. Yeah. But I think for the first time in my life, I, I'm really falling in love. Oh, you have no and idea what it means. Isn't that a great feeling? Isn't oh. that a great feeling to love someone? <laughs> Is that never, really how he responded? I never thought I'd feel oh, this yeah. again. And now to have you say, oh, it's so special to me, Teresa. <laughs> it's, right. To have you but say these sweet things into my cochlear implants because I have no hearing left. No, he's very old. And they and they also made a big thing every time they showed him. They were like, oh, let's." every time they show him, he's adjusting his ear levels because uh, uh -huh. he has uh, he has hearing aids because they want to highlight yes. that he's old as if we would forget he's an old man <laughs> yeah but I don't know there was just something about it and as I'm watching it I'm thinking to myself you know what love is real and it, and it works <laughs> and this process it's works not love it's not love you know what here's the great thing about that show I've talked about this many times you're going to make fun of it again oh boy if you sit down okay. there with a bottle of white wine yeah. you drink a little uh, you know Sauv Blanc and Cup some ice yeah, and you watch the show yeah. Love is happening in front of your face. That's not love. What is it? What is it, John? Yeah, John. What is it? It's an infatuation. It's the release of the uh, dopamine and other things that last about six weeks, and then it's over. And then you got to get past that. But it's not. But it's not over. He's getting married tonight, live on TV. That's how real it is. It's live. Okay. All right. Fine. You know, there's a guy. My uh, my, there's a guy who used to write for the Philadelphia Inquirer. Lived across the street from my aunt. Yes. Great guy, great writer. And I interviewed him once. Uh, I was talking to him once, um, and he got a job, an assignment for the Philadelphia Inquirer, to interview these two people for Valentine's Day. They've been oh. married for seventy years. I love. Oh, I love. Oh, it's so refreshing to hear they've been married right. for so long. So he's gonna go there and interview these two people. You know, what's the secret to love, to marriage, a long marriage? He calls the woman and he says, oh, what time should I come by? She goes, well, I'm normally up early around 5 o'clock. If you come at 6 o'clock in the morning, that would be great. I could talk to you a little bit. My, my, then you can be here. My husband comes downstairs. The guy explains to me. The guy comes downstairs. They say not really a word to each other. She hands him the uh, Cheerios. He's reading the paper. She's doing the dishes. They say maybe three or four words. Then he goes in the room, reads the paper. Then he goes to the bathroom. And then she goes upstairs and she does the laundry. And then she comes back down and she runs the vacuum a little bit. Then he goes upstairs and takes a nap. He comes down, has, has lunch. The guy said by 5 o'clock, they might have spoken five words to each other. And, and that's, that's the secret. And he realized, she explained, we just moved past each other. We've And I, when he said, when I asked the guy, 
you guys don't talk much. She goes, what do we have to say? We've been married for, you know, 70 years. We got yeah. nothing to say to each other. Yeah, there's two ships passing in the night. But you know what? Yeah, like I bet ghosts you ghosts moving through the house. No, yes. but what, what maybe they have figured out is if we don't acknowledge each other, other than hand off of the Cheerios or whatever it is, if we don't uh-huh. really talk to each other, then when they do have these little rendezvous together, you know what I mean? Wink, wink. It makes it that much more exciting. You know what I mean? But who talks that much at 5 a.m. anyway? Yeah, nobody's talking that much yeah. at 5 a.m. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Rendezvous. <laughs> I knew a guy that produced part of that uh, Bachelor show, and I said, that special night where they got the two different, he's going into the one hut, and then he's going into the other hut. I was yeah. like, no, it's not really? the same night. It's not the same night. It's many different nights, but yeah. There's the Fantasy Suites. You're talking about Fantasy Suites. Yeah, and he goes, well, they close the door, and then they they go to commercial break. They make you think that they were getting it on. He goes, and then he comes out and goes to the other room, or goes to the other hut, the fantasy hut. He said that often that we gave the impression, you're the ones with the dirty minds that thought, oh, he's, you know, doing monkey shine in the one room and then going in the other room. (laughs) What's monkey shine? (laughs) Yeah, go on. That was my mom's term for it. (laughs) My mom was always uncomfortable with anything, so she would either Was she she a vaudeville actress? (laughs) <laughs> no, she would like, if it made her uncomfortable, she'd either say, oh, that's like monkey shine, or she would add like, she'd say the word twice, because she used to teach uh, preschool, so she would say, just, you know, you're up there doing sex sex, so add, like, <laughs> or, or sexy sex, or monkey shine. I don't know, they yeah, show... You're up there. They show yeah. they showed a lot in this in this Golden Bachelor. They showed him with the three women. He did the three fantasy suites, and there was a lot. You know, there was a lot of uh, some monkey shine going on. Uh, there was some monkey, monkey shine, shine, monkey yeah. shine going on. Absolutely, <laughs> it's like you got to double up on monkey yeah. shine. All right, you'll be watching. It is tonight. We wish them all the best. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I hope they're. Ma- I mean, they're not going to be married. Probably they won't be married for fifty years because then they'd both be like one hundred thirty. They're they're pretty old as it is right now. But I hope. That they have found someone they could spend the rest of their life with. That's nice. I think we old all want to believe in love. Old guy marries a young woman. Right. Old guy marries a young woman on their honeymoon. He comes out of the bathroom and she's there in the corner standing on her head. And he goes, what are you, what, what are you doing? And she says, well, I figure you can't. Blah, so you just blah, blah. That's the punchline. Uh, <laughs> you can't what? <laughs> okay. She's standing on her head. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand this joke. What is Anna okay, so standing on her head? I don't get it. Monkey shine. No, okay. See, it's easy, Think about easier, it. Easier, easier to act. Yeah, he, 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 he. No, I don't get it. I just don't get the joke. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it on the commercial break. You can explain it to me. I just don't get the joke. I'm going to draw it out for you. Nah, it's all right. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Right, right. here. All right. John's drawing something out. He comes out of the bathroom. She's standing up there. Oh, can you flip that upside down? <laughs> no, that's all you get. All right. Uh, they, uh, they decided they were going to try to do something kind of, you know, kind of kooky on the um, was it Jesse, Waters. Jesse, Jesse Waters show. So he invites this English psychic on, and she's going to turn over some tarot cards. And I guess what they thought, it was going to all work out well for him. Is there sound on this thing somewhere? Yeah, she's at, he's, yeah, yeah. he's asking her about, uh, obviously, everybody's talking about politics in 2024. So he said, hey, what's the, what's the prediction for Trump? So read a tarot card for Trump. Read one for Biden, and so she uh, she delivers on. Yeah, that. do you have it, Joe? Yeah, Jesse, well, you want it. me to hit it for you? Yeah, hit it, hit it, yeah. please. Yeah. All right, here he goes. <clears throat> Paula Roberts is the English psychic who is on set to give us a reading right now. I would like Paula for you to give me a reading hmm. on President Trump. Just the one card. One card. One card. Let's do just one card. We like that one. 
Uh-oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what is that? I, I mean, I, I, I do recognise that I'm at, I'm at Fox TV. I am. <laughs> a sense of loss. A sense of loss. But it, it's very specific. No, 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 no let, let, let me move on. <laughs> it's a sense of loss. It's as if um, he may be thinking more about what he's lost and not still taking full advantage of what he still has. That's a great interpretation, it's Paula. True. <laughs> it's the death card. I, mean, I, I didn't make it up. Oh, it was? Yeah. Let's oh, see okay. President Joe Biden. What will his year look like? Let's look at Joe Biden. Lots and lots and lots and lots of money. Lots of money. <laughs> money. From China? <laughs> oh, you are cheeky. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. cheeky. Where. Lots of money. A lot that of money. is very interesting. I mean, above, okay, for whatever is his normal, it's way above. Okay. Really? So some producer thought that would be a good idea to have well, her she's the English there. psychic. You can hear she's got an accent. So I got it. Yeah, so that's the credibility to <laughs> a it. A regular we guest, a, apparently. Yeah, we have a, uh, got a friend of ours who's a chef and also does, tar- does tarot card reading. She cooked dinner for us at Christmas time. She cooks your dinner said, and I, she reads your fortune? Well, that we, she cooked the dinner and then she said, I could come back and you could have a party. I read auras and I do tarot card readings. So I was like, oh, all in. So going to invite a bunch of people. Joe, you want to come to that one? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So it'd be kind of. <clears throat> Excuse me? There's two people in the room throat? here. Two people in the room here. Joe, you want to come to that You're one? married. You got a kid. You, you, think, not, I don't, you, you know. think I don't want to come to a dinner with a, with a psychic? Just invite. Come on. Just invite me for the audience. I'll, I'll turn you down. Don't worry. I'll turn it down. Ask me. Come on. Ask me to the dinner. <laughs> no. I'll be down there. <laughs> Nate's coming. Yeah. Uh, Andrew's coming. You know, I don't want to come now. I'm not interested. See? I'm not interested. Morning. You can invite me now, and I would say no. There are parties not over Cairo. Not even as a joke. I wouldn't come. There's parties at Cairo, and I hear about them later on. I'm like, really? They invite everybody? Uh, yeah. Like, you know, I forget who had a party. Jack Stein went to it. I forget who's uh, Maybe Ursula's, Ursula's party. Ursula's, Ursula's yeah. party. Did you go to that one, Joe? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see you there. I went. I was invited. <laughs> yeah, Jake was there. Kids and everything. Yeah, you know what? I'm pretty fun at a party. I, I, I think I, you're missing I'm gonna out. I'm going to pull a tarot card out. Why wasn't I invited to that thing? Uh, and finally, a man in Florida is suing Dunkin' Donuts, also just known as Duncan, because a a toilet there was an exploding toilet that left him with lasting injuries. First of all, he doesn't have lasting injuries. Oh, he's got, you know, PTSD. Mental trauma. Mental, yeah, mental, mental trauma. Right. I agree with this. I told, it's a good lawsuit, I think. What did? How did the toilet explode? I sent Joe some video of how toilets explode, but they didn't explain it. They said he was sitting on the toilet. It exploded. Then he came out covered with a whole bunch of junk, and he's wandering around explaining. And they said, oh, yeah, we kind of knew that toilet was having problems. What do you mean? You knew it was exploding <laughs> or it had a possibility of exploding? How does that work? It's very irresponsible. Yeah, can't run a business like that. <laughs> wow, profound. Wow, great take there, Jake. Wow, if anybody's really? looking for some business yeah. consulting, I'm yeah. happy to do it. You want me to roll this Jody. video you said? Yeah, yeah, this okay. is how toilets explode. Here you go. The last thing you want to think about when you're in the bathroom is what could go wrong. But with 2.3 million North American toilets recalled due to risk of explosion in a single year, your toilet might not be as safe as you think. Some toilets use a high-pressure system to pump water. In some instances, air can seep into the tank and become compressed. And if that pressure becomes too high and can't escape, the next time you flush, 
the toilet explodes. It's a perfect storm kind <laughs> okay, of situation, Andrew. but it does happen. To recreate this here, they need a pressure substitute. What if I had a okay. little friend? This is too serious. This is real. Called Boom. I was gonna put a yeah, firecracker the... Okay, it's lit. Well, of course, it's gonna explode. You put a M80 in there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that you know we know what's gonna happen. So it's gonna. Okay. Wow. A lot of. Well, you got. You got. Okay. Wow. They killed someone. Oh, it is God! As the powder bomb explodes, it produces oxygen and other gases, creating a sudden increase of pressure inside the toilet, causing okay. it to burst into a thousand Stop. pieces. Okay, okay. Don't put a bomb in your toilet. <laughs> what a ridiculous Jeez. segment. This is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. This is what you You're guys ridiculous. do? You guys just do fart yeah. noises on here? Yeah, well, yeah, well so if we have <laughs> Not to, invite people to parties you're talking about in front of them. Okay, you want to you want to come to the party? You're coming to the party. There you go. You happy? <laughs> Thank you. But I don't want I don't I don't want people that aren't I don't want to be like, oh this is stupid. Oh yeah. Why don't you pull another card? Oh, I want people to, like into it. I mean, do you like, think oh, that's the kind of guy aura? I am? I'm a joiner, no. my friend. I'm always encouraging. Somebody's going to have tarot cards. I'm going to go, oh, that's so what a unique skill. I don't believe in this, but this is unique. I can't make it, by the way. What day is it? Oh. I can't make it. <laughs> I haven't set the date yet. I appreciate All right, let's the invite, though. Here we go. Teeny's got the letter of the day. Teeny, you can have the letter of the day already. No way. But you're writing. Somebody else can jump in there and grab it. It'd be greatest honor upon your family. You could do the uh, text line. Mugoshu Casino Resort, one 973 Teeny, don't worry. There's more letters coming in. Don't worry. She overreacts all the time. Muckleshu Casino Resort, one 973 All are welcome. Downtown Seattle is going to be welcoming FatCon this week. It's this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Wow. Yeah, I think it's yes. the Hyatt. Is it the Hyatt, I think? Yeah. Yes, it's a way to sort of uh, fat pride, celebrating being fat. Uh, they People say it's the last prejudice we still have is against fat people. But a bunch of people that are obese are all coming to Seattle. Got a whole bunch of things they're going to sell you and talk to you about and basically say fat acceptance should be, you know, something that everybody embraces. It's not cheap. Uh, if you're looking to go, you can find out more information on fatcom.com. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. Uh, no, but I was looking into the cost of the general white Joe's laughing. Uh, <laughs> I was looking into the cost of this and to get a three-day pass is three days. $250 is what it starts at, which I thought was kind of, I don't oh know, my. I was surprised at the price. Uh, but they say there's gonna, okay. they're expecting around 500 people, which includes vendors and all that stuff. So I, I actually overheard, I know Mickey Gomez is doing a story on this tomorrow, so I don't want to spoil it too much, but I did overhear, overhear her saying that it sold out. Oh, is it sold out? Yeah, wow. Sold out. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. you're out of luck. Um, other than the, other than the cost, which apparently you're surprised by, I don't would you expect the price to be, Jake? That's weird. That's three days, um, man. Whew. Well, people, I just, I, people just, sort of, I thought it'd be a little more affordable. Yeah, for the average here's person. The, here's the thing: you feel bad for somebody that you know that biologically they've inherited it. They they've been able to trace it back to a gene. So those people that are dealing with it, and then there's other people that just simply say, "I'm fat." Except the fact that I'm fat and I'm going to continue to eat whatever I want to eat. I'm going to, I like the way I, I am. 
I'm sure it's very uncomfortable lifestyle. You're going to have an early death. You can have a variety of other, you know, maladies that are going to follow you around from heart disease to diabetes and the rest. It's unfortunate for those people, but I guess they say, well, listen, we need to have people accept this. Some people have a big problem with it. I know that when uh, Lizzie or uh, Lizzo was out there, people were saying, you know, um, I think it was, who's the girl from Biggest Loser? She said that, you know, we shouldn't be celebrating oh, this. Oh, Jillian, uh, is it Jillian Michaels? Jillian Michaels. Yeah. Michaels, we shouldn't be accept, uh, accepting this. We should be helping people as opposed to sort of encouraging it. It's not healthy. And oh no, I, you can be overweight and still healthy. Um, yes, possibly, but you will have other problems that go with it in your joints and the rest. It's not healthy to have a BMI body mass index over like 30 or 35. And then American people, the American society is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger every single year. I think it's thir- if a kid is born in the year 2000, one out of three, uh, it's a one out of three kid born in the year 2000 will be diabetic. I mean, that's sad. Wow. That and is crazy. That's really awful. Type 2 diabetes because of diet, because we're eating way too much food with way too much sugar and corn syrup in it. So we just keep getting bigger and bigger. And when other countries start to adopt a Western diet, you see obesity pick up there as well. So then it gets into this interesting sort of, you know, kind of conflict point, which is, do you accept the fact that somebody's overweight or do you say this is not a healthy thing and you should try to get some help so that you, you're not this way? And then I've seen people do comparisons between smokers. Well, smoking is obviously not healthy. And as a society, we really frown on it. We make them go outside, down the street, around the corner, you know, or if you're in an airport, they put you in this special room with all these other smokers because we decided smoking is unhealthy. It is not good for you. So therefore, we will raise the price of cigarettes. We won't let kids buy them and we'll just make people that smoke feel like outcasts. So. I think it goes. We know it's unhealthy. So, so the question is, if you know that's unhealthy, then you also know obesity is unhealthy. Why accept obesity and celebrate it? As, I think the as the people be doing. I think the uh, I think the the difference there is is probably just that people are making the choice to smoke a cigarette. Like you mentioned, a lot of people are born with you know specific body types where they might carry weight differently, or they might they might have a propensity to put on a lot of weight, and it becomes very tough to lose. And so sure. you know uh, it, that's different than making the choice to do something like smoking, which was well documented. It's very very bad for you. People still choose to do it because it looks cool. To be honest, I mean that's why they put it in movies and stuff, or they used to. But uh, but yeah, so it's 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 a different thing. But is it a healthy lifestyle? I don't I don't know if there's any doctors out there who would say that it's it's healthy. No to, no no. It, people know it's not healthy. Yeah no, to, they know it's not healthy. Cigarettes. Yeah. But nicotine. No, 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 I'm saying is no. I'm saying being overweight. Right? They're saying being overweight is not a healthy lifestyle. It's not good for your long term health. But well, but if you go to this fat con thing, they'll tell you no. You it's your choice, you, and you should accept it, and we should accept it, and you it's the last prejudice that people have. So, you know, stop giving me a hard time about being 350 pounds. And if I want to eat a whole box of donuts, I'm going to be able to do that. And we should be able to celebrate that or at least not frown upon it because it's a choice I want to make and it's none of your business. Did you see this? It, it is. It makes me think of, um, I'm not saying she's this size or anything, but, you know, Oprah Winfrey has been so, uh, she's been a leader in discussing body acceptance and size and everything, but she's also been somebody who, for, like, for her entire career, has talked about her 
juggling, you know, the difficulties of trying to have a career, a busy life, and trying to make sure that she's staying fit and trying to like lose yes. weight. She goes up and down, and does all yes. these things. And then recently, there was that story that came out that she was she had started using a weight loss. Uh, um, what was it? Just like Ozempic. a weight. I, I don't think she ever confirmed that Ozempic. it was Ozempic. Did she, she say did. it was Ozempic yeah, she, in the last couple she of did, days? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so she's had this tremendous success now using Ozempic, and her body yes. weight goes way, way down. So, I mean, what are the thoughts on? Because I would imagine that Oprah Winfrey, before Ozempic, would have said, "Hey, like body positivity is a is a is a good thing." Or do you no, think she? No, you one think of she her, di- no, one of her, one of her most celebrated and highest watched shows. She had taken some time off. She comes back after the break. Uh, you know, I guess it's after the summer. She comes on stage and she is. She got a red wagon, and in the red wagon they have simulated fat, big. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I've seen brownish colored giant blobs of fat, and she wheels it on, and she has a really thin waist. She, she looks like h- half or a third of what Oprah looked like prior. She brings it on, and everybody's screaming and yelling and cheering for her. And she, I did it! Yeah, you get a car. You happy. get a car. Yeah, right. Uh, yes, you get a red wagon full of fat. So she really struggled with this thing for the longest time. And the question is, again, goes back to, do we as a society accept it and then pay the price, which is the American people will pay the price for people's health choices, uh, their lifestyle choices. It's cost more. You cost more for Medicaid, Medicare for people that are obese. Do we accept it and just leave people get fatter and fatter and fatter and say, well, that's part of it because we shouldn't be prejudiced against these people. You don't want to be prejudiced and treat people poorly, but you do. We as a society accept it. By accepting it, you'll get more of it. So the question goes to again the idea that are, by accepting, do we sort of allow the people say, "Well, this is the way I'm going to be," and it's really nobody's business. I mean, it's a it's a free country. If somebody wants to, you know, if somebody wants to be overweight, then they can be overweight. Uh, it's it's not a healthy lifestyle, but that's I guess that's their choice. But if you're interested, nope. if anybody listening is interested, you can go to fatcon.com and uh, you're really pushing it. Well, tickets are sold out, so you actually can't go to it. But if you want to go down there, maybe just to feel like you're part of the vibe. I don't know. Maybe that's something you might be into. I don't think you're going to get in, yeah. but maybe you can get some scalp tickets outside the venue or something like that. Really? <laughs> what? What is? What are you on? I, I've had. I took three Tylenol PMs, and oh, I, you're, I you're back. You're feeling bad. I, I make more sense. We're just getting you. warmed up. Come on, let's go. I'm in the twilight zone right now. <laughs> you oh made my it. Gosh. You made it. Oh, here's what happened. I I felt a little feverish, so I took some Tylenol, and I accidentally took Tylenol PM. I was like, ah, I'll take some Tylenol. I'll take three. And I got a strong. I'll take three. Uh, four. So I took four. I actually took four. Nick told me four. Four Tylenol, but they were Tylenol PM, which normally knock you out in about a half an hour. And... Um, Wow, it was a weird show. <laughs> Here comes the mailman now. <laughs> mailman, is that you? Mailman. I'm the mailman. Hello. As you can see, I'm the mailman. I can't Nobody eat. mess with me. I'm the mailman. Don't yeah, mess with him. I'm the mailman. 
I'm not Don't religious, mess with but I'm very spiritual. All right, thank you, Sherry. All right, we'll get to the day. First, take care of all the rest. Here we uh, go. All right, this is Andrew in the 509 talking about your uh, Tylenol PM. <sighs> John's yes. channeling Dory's Ambient episode. I have oh, been reminded of this many times. Yeah. Oh, Dory used to take that Ambient. Oh, yeah, you're at 5 o'clock in the morning. And then Nicole would go, Dory, you can't do the show. No, no, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Oof, he would, he, 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 he did it when I was producing for him one time, and he was like oh, slurring spooky. everything. So funny. Oh. It was a funny, funny episode. Yeah. <laughs> Dory's inability to sleep. Matt in Seattle says, doesn't John have access to a frozen pond? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, did. Matt. I'll be jumping in there right after the show. Uh, Lisa in the 206 says, I'm watching the stream. This is hilarious. LOL. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Glad you enjoyed that. When Mike at 306 says, like everyone else, I miss Sherry and her hands, but Jake and John are pretty funny. I love to hear Jake's parents have a conversation with John. Love you guys. Why would your parents have a conversation with me? I had him on my show, and uh, people liked it, so maybe he enjoyed oh, that. And okay. They should talk to you. Uh, I'll okay. try to set that up. Dennis in Seattle says, why did okay. that lady stand on her noggin, and why did Jake clear his throat on air? I still don't get yes. the joke, but uh, somebody else can explain it. To He's right. old. He's old. The, the punchline is, I figured you would just drop it in. There's the punchline. <laughs> Billy Joel, Ruth in Bainbridge says, I saw Billy Joel in concert in the late 70s, and Mississippi State is the best concert I have ever seen. Uh, okay, Epstein okay. List, Max in the 425 says, Copperfield was sued many times for taking women to his island. Why is it so hard for these guys just to attract a normal woman? Like, why can't they just meet some? They're super famous. He's a magician. That's interesting, right? Yeah. I just don't understand why it's so hard for them. The other guy's a billionaire. I don't get right. it. I don't oh, get it. That's such Will a great it? question. That's, I ask myself that every oh. day. It is a good question. Thank you. Yes. Fumble. John fumbles a chance to smoke weed with Snoop. Uh, he haul Aaron. Hi, he haul Aaron. Um, he didn't have a light because he was promoting smokeless fire pits. Oh, that's right. Remember that? He came out with that thing? Oh, yeah. He said he, he was. Yeah, okay. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. So uh, show, Mike in the 360 says, Jake, a frisbee is, yeah. the de is the desk that you threw hundreds of feet and then you run to find it. And then throw it again. How cool is that? I don't understand that. One. It's a disc. Oh, it's disc. disc. Yeah, it's a typo. Disc doesn't make any yeah. sense. Two oh six says, I "Let Jake know that if you take a frisbee and another slightly smaller frisbee, you can put them both together, and you've got a lid on it, and that way you don't lose your weed. What? And you also you're watching the ratings of the Olympics. It's going to be crazy because of Snoop Dogg. What what is it with what these you, frisbees? Just put it in a bag. He, he said bag. he actually sent uh, pictures of his frisbee rig that he keeps his weed in. Is this a nostalgia thing that somebody saw I this on so. Fast yeah, Times or something? Like why yeah. just put it in people, a yeah, Ziploc bag? Do frisbees anymore. <laughs> Ridiculous. John watched a movie. But John watched a movie. Mike and Shahela says yes. Curly, the Big yes. Chill, great movie, great soundtrack. It was actually Kevin Costner's first movie. You never see his face yeah. because that didn't make the cut, but you do see his hands. He was the friend that committed suicide, and you can see the body on the slab. I guess that's Kevin that's Costner's right. they're, body. They're dressing it. They're dressing the body. You don't really realize it until all of a sudden they pull the sleeves down and you see the cuts in his uh, wrist. That was Kevin Costner? Okay. Uh, Lori 206 says, Jake, ask, ask John if Billy Joel is in the big chill. I'm, yeah, because you're just firing off all these people that you know. <laughs> was he in that? Was he in that? Huh? Is Dennis Miller in that? Who was in that? <laughs> okay. Letter of the day. Teeny? And now it is time for the letter of the day. Thank you, Teeny. 
Thank you for all your hard work. It's all you, Jake. All right, 425 says, I highly recommend John take three Tylenol PM every show. He and Jake yeah. have made me laugh so hard, my face hurts. I'm not going to be doing that. It would probably be bad for your health, but probably good for not, your ratings. I enjoyed it. No, no, no. This is not going to become a regular thing where somebody gets addicted to Tylenol PM. Is that a thing? Yeah, he's asleep. I don't know. He's asleep. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Didn't write no more. Didn't write no more. Wow. Okay. Should we do another hour? Yeah, heck yeah.